episode 195 of the Wrestling Podcast. Makes a fucking noise. It was currently on his way to the States um, for family shindig yeah. next episode. Um, Sam Black's not here today. Versi's not here today. But um, yeah, first of all, let's get into let's get into the main thing. What people want to know: How the hell did we end up on NXT yesterday, or even NXT this week? Mm. Um, big out to the good people at WWE for giving us the opportunity to give our predictions. I'm sure there'll be more stuff like that coming on where we do collab with NXT in that sort of in that sort of state. So um, yeah, big out everyone, big out everyone at WWE for allowing us to be on there. Big up my last show, Michael, for even looking through the head and saying, "I want this guy, I want this guy." Man, like HBK, yeah. you know, HBK knows us. Yeah, so big up, big up him, man. Um, but yeah, there's plenty to talk about. Obviously, there's we had TNA. AKA Impact. So we're gonna call it AKA now. TNA AKA Impact had a great show this um weekend. Um we just came up from Halloween Havoc. Um Will Osprey has, you know, thrown some stuff in the air. Um apparently there's interest in WWE, him going to WWE. Um what else am I missing, guys? What else am I missing, guys? News or stuff. Um CM Punk to TNA. CM Punk apparently was back to TNA. Um, who knows? TNA's will make it like it's becoming. So I don't know. It's it's. It seems like it seems like a nice place to be right now. It seems like the, the buzz is there now. So um, yeah. Um, anything else? Anything else? Where's the missing? MJF Kenny MJF versus Kenny Omega maybe. Right, that's a room. That's a rumor, isn't it? Is that confirmed? I mean, they're building it. Oh, okay, cool. Sick. Oh, because yeah, I saw him handshake, handshake, and he said it for in days. Yeah, they're going yeah. to be on the same. They're going to be on the same collision show. Which is, I think, days before MJF breaks Kenny Omega's title record. So, oh shit! Okay, yeah. nice. That'd be a great match, and that's the first, right? Huh? Some of these guys will come face to face. Yeah, lovely man. Hey, there's so much to talk about today, but before we go into it, intros. Full, full special, Nafi, formerly known as VHS Papi, to my left, which is Mex. What's up, people? My name is Mex. I'm a wrestling fan, wrestling enthusiast, WrestleManiac, if yeah. you will. As seen on WWE NXT, you're tuning into the Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Below, we have Laps. Yo, Slaps, the main event liver and champagne sipper. Back again on the Wrestling Podcast. You know what time it is. And to my right is... Yo, people, it's your boy NK, a.k.a. the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, a.k.a. the host Japanese correspondent, a.k.a. the CEO, the president, the commissioner, the TDM, Tokyo Dome merchants. We here, man. We here. Cool. First and foremost, um, let's spend this big shout out to um, Darius Lockhart for coming on the podcast, giving us one of our best yeah. shows we've had so far. Yeah, um, such a great guest, um, very genuine, knows his stuff, and um, Ashe wrestling is going to literally be something big, man. So, yeah, big up to Darius Lockhart for coming on for that, man. Man flew in straight from the states and straight into the studio. Do you know how crazy that is, bro? He even like he didn't even get a chance to even open his bags. I came straight to the studio. We got a lot of um, high praise from our American counterparts, American people that are doing media and stuff like that. Just saying it was an excellent um, interview in general. And um, obviously he's announced quite a few matches since then, um, you know, of people on the card, Gresham's on the card, uh, Trisha Dora, which we knew is on the card as well, facing Aja Kong. Um, So yeah, Darius Carr as well. He's he's facing Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. Kevin Knight is on the card. So, yeah. Lee Moriarty as well. Just, um, good. Yeah, Lee Moriarty as well. Lee Moriarty as well, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, it sounds like it's a stats card already, man. Say again, bro. It sounds like it's a stats card already. Yeah, and there's and there's more to come. There's more to come. So, yeah, man, big up Darius Lockhart, man. I big up everyone at um at Shea. Um, it's got, yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great for sure. Yeah. Um, should we go straight into um TNA. <laughs> the TNA announces TNA name change. Well, <laughs> Um, Scott Demore, right? I'm pronouncing this guy's name right. Yeah, Scott uh, Demore um, announced that um, obviously there was a nice vignette. You see, walking through the forest, a lot of the TNA um, impact superstars walking through the forest. They then link up at this meeting point and they're dropping stuff into the middle, right? Then from there, we it now they announced that cool, the name Impact is now gone. Obviously, Scott Demore dropped a promo after. I think it was after that he dropped it before, mm-hmm. and he announced that the TNA name has now come back because of obviously nostalgia people know TNA TNA is a household name um, I think that's a great idea I think that's I'm really happy that I love the brand of TNA um, and it does make sense because even my man them that used to watch wrestling they don't call it Impact they still call it TNA so it then brings up a thing that's like cool let me go check what's happening at TNA rather than what's Impact I remember the time was Global Force yeah, Global yeah. Force Wrestling when yeah. Jeff it's, had, it's had bad name changes to be fair you're not feeling it. No, I said it's had mad, it's had mad name changes, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, oh. me personally, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna be the the person who's not down on it, but it's like they're changing the name back to TNA, but from the press release, it's essentially gonna be the same product, which is fine for people. People have said good things about TNA, but I don't particularly watch TNA um, or Impact currently. So yeah. if it's like if it's the same product, then. I'm not gonna like be like, oh my god, it's TNA. You know what I'm saying like, yeah. congrats to the people who love it. Like, I'm not here to boo when it was parade, but it's just for me, it's like, I'm not watching Impact currently. It's not much to really get me to watch Impact now, personally. So it's like, okay, they've changed the name, which is good for nostalgia purposes. But outside of that, the product's the same. If you weren't watching before, what's going to make you watch now? You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. matches like Osprey versus um, Mike Bailey. Is matches that will make you watch. Rumors about CM Punk, CM Punk going to TNA is what's going to make you watch. Mm. Um, by the way, you haven't seen that match between Osprey and Mike, uh, Matt Bailey. Matt Bailey, that was a bang of a match. I watched. Oh, it. No, that was incredible. That's that's what of Osprey. That's a match of the year contender. Yeah, yeah. facts, facts. So um, yeah, it's just stuff like that will make you watching. And I feel like the the whole locker room, or even just the crowd and stuff, when you're watching the crowd and everyone's proper pumped up for. What is going? What they're about to see and stuff. So I feel like yeah. the morale there is what will make them sort of. And plus, they've lived through many generations. Like they lived through the pandemic. They lived through a time where no one was watching their shows. They lived through a time where the the TV shows were on the channel. So, bro, they, like you can never kill. T- you can never kill Impact. No, it will never die in it. Like Impact TNA will always be. Excuse me, a brand that's known in wrestling, in it. This is for me. For what I read from the press release, it was was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's just you know name change, branding. You know, it's more of a branding thing, isn't it? Which, yeah. which is fine, isn't it? But I don't like. For example, I'm not watching TNA expecting Osprey unless he signs in. He's not someone who's contracted there. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, obviously, Mike Bailey. A match like that did make me interested because I've seen Mike Bailey in Indies before. But a match like that did make me say, okay, cool. Maybe I might check this out a bit more. Maybe, but you know, just off name strength alone. Um. Nah, not for me. But again, I'm not here to be Mr. Negative Nancy in it. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. for it. I hear that, okay. Um, personally, I think the name change is great because everyone has always known Impact is TNA. 
I barely know anybody that just calls it impacts. Everyone still says TNA. So branding wise, it makes sense for them to go back to TNA because now that they're TNA, no one's going to be calling them impacts. Do you get it? So now it's just widely recognized, you know, oh, TNA. I remember I used to see that when I was younger. Um, Also with the rebrand, I feel like one thing they could do is somehow get that old school Orlando studio theme that they used to have. So a change in venue or a change in set from what they currently have, because I feel like it's a bit congested, whereas in the impact... They've changed it up a bit, you know? Mm. So they've yeah. made it a bit more... They've changed the hard cam, so the hard cam is a bit more like AW, WWE-esque right now. Okay. I thought it was a different angle, and you can kind of see more of the crowd a bit like, they, they like they're doing it, like, do you know what I mean? They're a bit spread out. When I had the other studio before, everyone was like this, bro. For like five yeah, everyone was congested. But yeah. well, I, I have a question for you guys. Since they're reverting back to TNA, do you think they should bring back the six-sided ring? No. Yes. That, that, see, that's their identity. Now, if you're going to bring back TNA, do it properly. Like, bring back the six-sided ring. Don't do just... A, like, T, the whole thing about TNA that made it visually stand out. Every time I used to go and challenge. Yeah. I used to go and challenge. I used to see a six-sided ring. And I was like, what the... Immediately, like, just from visuals, you know, this ain't WWE. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just know. Not even from the letter, just why is there a six-sided ring? And then... The impact zone with the with the portals mm, yeah. and the red the, the, the portals that I love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So like for me, if you're gonna do TNA, do T like if you're gonna do the name change, do the name change back to TNA and be, and be TNA again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but also if you, just, go on laps. Um just to add to that as well, yeah. Um with them bringing the six-sided ring back, if they do. What's going to make them stand out from their competition is they're the only major wrestling company in America with a six-sided ring. So remember, they don't have AEW budget. They don't have WWE budget. So their brand is going to have to carry them to the promised lands. Do you understand? So that six-sided ring is actually vital, in my opinion, to making their rebrand become full circle. So... I'm not a fan of the six-sided ring. Never have been. But I wasn't I wasn't there in the heat of the moment of TNA when it was live on TV. I've watched it all back. So I I, I get it. Um, I agree it is part of the identity. I would like it just to be used for like X Division matches or something as opposed to just be there all the time. Um, however, when we're talking about if TNA is going to really come back as TNA um, and not just in name, we can't negate, you know, things like the heavy dependence on the legends. Do, do we want to see that? Do we want to see not necessarily legends running the company, but we can't lie that legends were a key factor of um, TNA's DNA. So we could do it a new way. We could, we've got yeah. obviously CM Punk that's quote unquote a legend on a, on a free transfer right now. And he's a free agent, but at the same time, he costs hella money and we know that there's Osprey that could be, you know, a massive name legend esque, you know, that could go there as Ruben. Um, Dolph Ziggler is the guy I'm thinking of mm. that if he went there, that is like almost could be 
like a leader of a revolution of if they're especially going to bring TNA back in. So I, I don't want to do this, but I'll say it because he's synonymous with TNA, Sting. We know Sting is retiring next year. He mm. could go over there and be some type of TV personality every now and again, at the very least. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of names floating around. Shelton Benjamin's another one, you know, agent on his side. These are kind of maybe good legends as opposed to 50-year-olds trying to get a one last paycheck. You see what well, I mean? So, Hogan and Flair and all of them, man. Fam. Exactly. Oh, that company so oh, there could be God. there could be kind of good legends that they depend on to kind of you know grow TNA, but I think um, TNA like when we think of growth, we're always thinking of things like you know um, packing out stadiums and um, who have they got on the brand that's going to make us want to tune in. I think something as simple as getting a TV deal is something they need to get to yeah, grow, absolutely because. If we, if we turn around and ask each other now, apart from the plug, where do we watch TNA? Nobody knows. I can't lie, still. You watch it on what? My TV, still. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, sure yeah. You can't, yeah. I'm sure you can't name the service that you're using. <laughs> but, but even, but even in America, I don't know, even in America, like they, their their viewership ain't that great. Yeah. Um, so like, obviously, this is like, well, I'm not going to get into like super duper ratings talk, but the viewership ain't all of that is decent, but it's not, you know what I'm saying? And I'll tell you why that is. It's because they've been jumping around from TV station too much. Then they've changed their brand name. So they've lost all brand recognition. But but we have to also tell the story of why they lost their brand name. That TNA name was ran through the black. It got to a point where TNA had to distance, Impact had to distance themselves from that TNA name because of the damage that was done to it. Yeah, during uh, that, during that post Hogan era, yeah. like, like, I, I remember like those are joke, like there was a joke online where it was TNA standing for tits and ass wrestling because it was yeah. like it was it was a joke of a product. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if we, if we, and obviously them bringing it back is is good. It's it's a you can you know you can you can do good things with the name now because there's enough time to where we have nostalgia goggles on, yeah. but they had to distance themselves for, from the name for a reason. So good 10 plus yeah. years as well. For me, that's why I don't personally understand why they're even going back to the name. Because I thought they've done such a good job, yeah. like cleaning up their act, using impact. And we all know it's from it's TNA heritage, but it's it's a new thing. So somewhat, you see what I mean? So yeah. for me, that I guess I don't have that kind of emotional tie. I don't know why they, they bothered going back to TNA. But if they're gonna go back to it, it's cool. I agree with NK. I would like to kind of see them really kind of go for it or go back to you know its identity and not just changing the name but at the same time like we're saying the identity is scarred with all kinds of nonsense booking terrible decisions etc etc which some of it made it you know the product that we we look back on and love but you know a lot of it is obviously what ran the company into the ground i'll be honest yeah when it when it comes to looking back at a company and there's been bad booking no wrestling company is innocent. WWE 2012, 2016, they had a very Higgy Hagar run. You know, it wasn't that great. But if there was a change to TK, we'll be pissed in it. We want that WWE name back. But so the differences between WWE and TNA yeah, is that the WWE is the machine too big to fail. 
The WWE could put, poo, could put poo on the screen. People are tuning the next day. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like WWE is it's a it's it's a it's a machine that can sustain itself forever, 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 forever. And they have they have the even though they're good, they put on a good product now. They have the luxury of we could take our foot off the gas, and yeah, people will complain, but we're still WWE. When it came to when when it came to TNA, TNA was a company. Yeah, it had momentum. It was building itself through the X division. It was doing all of these innovative things in wrestling. Mm. But then, for some reason, whether it was the idiot decision to go head to head with WWE on Monday night or Monday nights, whether it was whether it was booking man them like Mick Foley, who I love to death in 2009 as your world champions, yeah. whether it was doing sedation of violence nonsense with Samoa Joe, whatever it was with TNA, it just came one error after and obviously they've kind of paid for it, but in the sense where now they're rebuilding. They they've rebuilt their name and Impact Wrestling <clears> is now you know, like you said in the beginning, they they've got a decent locker room, good vibes. Nobody really has a negative thing to say about Impact Wrestling mm-hmm. compared to TNA back in the day. Where, fam, how can you have a company where all your legends are gone? <laughs> Every single like AJ Styles, Joe Daniels, none of the man that they built up ended Stuck up staying. Mm-hmm. They left. And not even on a cool people can leave, but they left on a tip where I didn't feel valued by the company when they're your legends. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, that. like, so when we say that they'll bring back, le- and that's the thing, when they say they'll bring back legends and they'll bring back the name of TNA, you can't even bring back the legends that made TNA TNA. Mm. True. True. You can't even bring them back. But then, even saying that, we can't bring them back because the thing everyone be saying is, oh, you're bringing old-timers back on TV, etc. I think what's really going to revitalize TNA is if they go back to their basic roots, focus on that X division and build up the talent within that group because that's what made TNA the first time. And also, yeah... They had a lot of mistakes 2010 with Hogan era, etc. We have to remember TNA was a very young company. They were only 10 years old. Whereas WWE... It was a long time, I can't lie. No, no, 10 years, that's still young because if we look at WWE from the 80s to the 90s, wasn't there a sudden decline? Where? I mean, I mean, but what I'm trying to say, like, that's different times, though. That's different times. People were... WWE, nine, like, early, like, when they first... Side off. That's different because nice like they some of them didn't have TV, right? You have to be in a certain state to watch it. Okay, yeah. that, that, that's a fair that's a fair argument. But if TNA like ten years, it's it's slightly. I don't know. Like it's I don't know. Maybe, maybe money. If money, because obviously, t- if we if when once AW hits ten years, it's going to look mad. The <laughs> AW look yeah. crazy. It's going to look like you've never seen it before. But no, I hear that. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, um, with T, yeah. Not, not to get into the politics too much, but with TNA it was very much a self destruction. Like it was not what it was. Well, I'll, I'll be honest, yeah. Even though yes, TNA is not WWE, you can't get rid of them, bro. They pull money wow. out from somewhere, bro. They're still here till this day. Now they're twenty years running. That's they, fair. They're, they're That's not fair. going nowhere. Like if if this was. Look, they tried to compete with WWE. They lost. Most companies, they will fold. They will be sold. They will close the company. TNA, nah, we're staying here. I have to give them their credit. They survived. Yeah. They've survived pandemic. They've survived WWE. They've survived Hogan era. They've survived rebrand. This company's bulletproof. 
Mm-hmm. There's definitely an element of that. They've they've done very well, like you're saying, to kind of stay about amongst everything, all their troubles, all of their self-inflicted troubles, with mm. all the competition coming, people picking off their best talents. Um, yeah, they've they've done very well. Yeah. And I can only hope um that this TNA coming back is it doesn't, you know, force them to start making stupid decisions. I'm sure it mm. won't. No. Because um, you know, Scott Demore's done a really good job since he's patterned. I can't lie, he's patterned. He's patterned. So. Yeah, yeah no, he's so... he's got a business acumen, and like, and even that, the like I said, the um, we we said this before when AEW first formed, but I feel like you know you will never take down the WWE. But I feel like TNA building relationships with New Japan, building relationships with these disparate companies here and there is how you're going to create an arresting ecosystem in it, and that's. All of these companies working together. Obviously, you might not get every single company working together, but <coughs> building bridges, building bonds, like the bond they have with New Japan. I think they have another bond with another... They have bonds with a variety of yeah. different companies. Yeah. But that's what's going to help the pro wrestling industry. And that's what's going to yeah. keep TNA's name up. And even like we just said, Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay is obviously a fruit... Um, New Japan are very you know, freeing with their talent. So he can go here and wrestle here. That's what's going to bring a t- attention to these shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seeing different, seeing the rest, seeing wrestling being a multiverse. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to help these, the business in general. Also, also to add on to that as well, with TNA, I personally don't think they should try go head to head with AEW, WWE. They don't need to sell out arenas. TNA is actually... They could be like a Lucha Underground, a very small type arena, and they just have loyal fans that are just like. Lit. You know what? You know what I they, say. They, yeah. they don't need that big crowd stadium type style of wrestling. I don't think they need that. Mm-mm. Small crowds are good. Small, they're, good. they're excellent. But is, that, is that is that not dependent on how many people want to see it? If their fan base, like for example, if they now sign CM Punk, they sign Warspray or they sign Dolph Ziggler or another WWE star, like for example, I'm just throwing a name out. Mm. Seth Rollins leaves, he signs for Impact. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not saying he's going to sign for Impact. And somehow within a year, the capacity goes bam. They're doing Madison Square Gardens. They're doing this place. They're doing that place. Two, two big they can easy that's now. A big jump. That's a big. Jump. That's the best. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. In hindsight, like, I'm just saying. Like, for, so, for, for what I believe, what I believe, their, <laughs> what I believe, their capacity now, they're usually doing around the two k mark in terms of capacity for shows and stuff. That's like cool. intelligent, steady growth would say go to about four, five k venues and start working on those and filling those out and stuff like that. Um, we, we can't use, especially what the likes of The Box and Cody done with the original All In. That is not the the barometer. Like, no, that is a... That's not normal. It's, it, I don't want to say fluke, but it's a, it was a well-worked plan that, mm-hmm. you know, they brought to life because of their own name value, name value that they could get on the card and things of that nature. Uh, that is not normal at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah, doing 10K shouldn't be said like it's, you know, it's not normalised like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I think I think growth wise, they need to be TV. We've spoken about you know people in America can't find them. That's a massive problem because that's, that's, that's your home base. Yeah. So if, they, if them, man, I remember specifically in the pandemic, they were just literally channel hopping, yeah. like 
People yeah. could, people were tweeting where yeah, we were to the impact, impact today. Wow. Like, so if, if they need to get a cable network, like, even if it's a small well, I mean, didn't or whatever, like didn't they get that? CW deal. No, that's NW, that's NWO. That was impact. That's NWA. Oh shit. But no, Impact's got the zone, no. No, they don't have that specific zone. They have something next to it. The zone's not um, cable TV, is it? No, no, it's, mm, it's pe- I don't know. It's like they need, they need cable TV. Yeah, they need, yeah. Okay, that's cool. like a TBS or TNT or like a ABC. They get, they get I think immediately their viewership grows if they just have cable TV. No matter yeah. how small the channel, the viewership will grow, and then you go from there. Depending on if that that TV growth can then turn into you know like people attending shows and things of that nature. But they, you know, Laps talked about having a, a diehard um, audience. I would argue anyone that watches Impact right now is diehard yeah. because there's WWE, there's yeah. AEW, there's yeah. New Japan. Like me, I'll hold my hands up, not disrespectfully. I'll, I watch indies over Impact. Fair enough. Like, so yeah. anyone that's really watching Impact right now cares. Like, they're trying to see something. So, yeah. 100, I agree. Yeah. I, so, watch, I watch, oh, uh, for Impact, I think Impact is mainly watched if there's something might happen on a pay per view. Yeah. Like yeah. what we had this weekend and what we had, yeah. I think there was one weekend where someone appeared for who it was. But yeah, stuff like that. And there's all new but I'll tell you what, with this rebrand, that's enough to get me to want to watch impacts and be committed. How long? Yeah. For how long? How long? We will see when we cross how that. How long? Because this is just enough to get me through the door. Like, I need to see the products first on what they do for like a couple of weeks before it determines whether I'm going to be committed or not. Let me just say, this is how AEW tricks me with Ring of Honor. When Ring of Honor came back, I thought they were more so going to um, honor the the legacy of Ring of Honor, Honor and give us, you know, those hard hitting matches, those real good battles and high level, maybe not, you know, Danielson on, on Ring of Honor, but at least someone like um, Roderick Strong that we could have seen yeah. as a cornerstone and give those kind of wrestlers a, a good platform and... Ring of Honor wasn't that. It was literally just, let's take matches back to back to back. Let's get rid of AEW Elevation and AEW Dark and basically turn this brand into that. And doing a disservice to Ring of Honor in name. And I don't, I don't, I I literally have my pecking order, especially on the weekends, because it comes out on what, Thursdays, of what I want on the weekend. And Ring of Honor is near the bottom. I watch Rampage over Ring of Honor because Rampage is even one hour, so I can just watch that and die. Rampage, Rampage was good. Rampage is getting better. Rampage is alright. Yeah, Rampage is alright. Rampage has been good. Rampage has been good. I can't lie. Mister Cole versus Rocky Romero. That was a solid. Yeah, that was a good match. It was very good match. I'll be. I'll be honest. If this is still, if we're still comparing that to Impact, yeah, we need to remember Ring of Honor. Their owner has nothing to lose. Impact has everything to lose. They have no choice but to put on a good product. I'm, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. All I'm saying is, these things can start good. You can be excited at the beginning, and I'm not saying don't be excited, but at the same time, don't be surprised if they let you down in it. Like, of, of course, these wrestling companies always let us down. WWE let us down countless times, and we're still here. 
Here's yeah. the thing, though. But, but hey, before we move on, before we move on, because I think there's more to talk about. Before we move on, for me, it's just like maybe I'm just mad. But for me, what is there to be excited about? It's a name change. Yeah, a name change is that's good. Because like, for me, it's like don't look. People have been raving about Impact as a product, isn't it? Like people have said Impact is a good product. But if some, if you wasn't watching Impact, if you wasn't watching the Trey Miguel's, if you wasn't watching the Josh Alexander's, if you wasn't watching the Jordana Grace's before, the names is the, is is nostalgia enough to sustain you to watch all of them people that are still going to be on the product? AJ Styles ain't reincarnating. So more like it's going to be the people. It's Impact, TNA. Bro. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying if those people never like hooked you before, would the symbols of TNA hook you down? Maybe I'm, I don't Absolutely. know. Am I coming across as a hater? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm, Look, being, I'm being critical and I understand your criticism, but branding is important, bro. No one's going to drink Coca-Cola if it doesn't say Coca-Cola on it. I doubt it, bro. I drank Lidl the other day, bro. If, so, if, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if it's Coke flavored, I'm thinking if I, if I gave you an empty bottle, no label, and it was just a black substance, would you drink it? Hey, yo. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, okay, with that being said, okay. So if you gave me, if you gave me a, a bottle of water and it was black here, yeah, I would I probably wouldn't drink because I know that's not water. But if it said Coca-Cola, and then I'll drink it. Bottle, if I went, like, for, uh, this, this is off topic here, but I'll make it quick. If I came to your house and you gave me little little um Coca-Cola, yeah, I'm drinking that. Do you know why? Because it's Coca-Cola. No, no, you're lying. You know it's no. Sorry, you come to my house, offer you Coca-Cola, you're not going to drink because it's little. No, 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 I'll drink it, but I know it's not Coca-Cola. I know it's not... It's just Coke. cola. Yeah, it's yeah. just cola. Yeah. Off brand. So well, any, um, anyway, 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 anyway. Frankie Kazarian will be there for the nostalgia yeah. people. That <laughs> just we, you know, we just have to see. Obviously, you watch the first show. Like, just enjoy, just see this. Just enjoy it for what it is. If you've never watched Impact before, don't expect anything mad. But if you have watched Impact before, then yeah, just enjoy it, man. Just yeah, just to see how it's gonna go in it from here in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hear it. Anyway, cool. Let's get into this Wasprey um, WWE interest. Can we call it interest? Flirtations. I don't know. Throwing stuff in there. See what sticks. But yeah, um, Wasprey um, had an interview with Metro. I think it was a Metro Mag. Metro Mag. Metro newspaper. Newspaper. And he basically kind of hinted that he's he's basically coming to the end. Is he coming to the end? Say so he's coming to the end. Or he's getting quite tired to come to the end. And he oh, wouldn't God, mind the WWE move. Yeah. Um, open to it. He's open. He's open to, it. to a WWE move. He's open to a WWE move. Personally, Osprey in the E would be epic. Osprey. I can't lie, it'd be epic. But I don't know. Okay, look, there's there's lots of dream matches for him. One being Seth. Seth and Osprey in the ring is going to be absolute fireworks. Um. We know that Roman Reigns is coming to like Roman Reigns is I won't say finishing up, but he, he's yeah he's slightly like wants to go off to Hollywood and that. So I feel like WWE do need new stars, and if they would have wanted to make someone a star, Osprey could be a good star in WWE. Am I wrong? Am I right? No, no I mean yeah. Osprey's an asset into any company he walks yeah. in. Yeah. So yeah. it's not even a thing of like I feel every company he walks in to will treat him with the utmost like value. Like he could go anywhere. Mm. It's just obviously the product I watch the most is AEW right now. So I'd, I'd like to see him where at the place I watch the most of it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I hear that. And also, it just, they just obviously, it just fits. I've seen them on TV all this year. And Tony Khan, I can't like, you can't give him all that pyro and not, and, 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 and not sign him. Can I mention something? I'm sorry. This whole like Don Callis club here, I can't let like, this move Osprey out of it, you know? It just looks, it just looks, it just looks like it's. He he's barely in it though. He, he made I mean, but when he comes, he shouldn't be with them, bro. Like, just even move them away because if he does sign one day, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want that. If he, if he signs one day, I don't want him to be in faction like that. Obviously, have your own, have your, um, under, uh, what do you call it? Um, United Empire. United Empire, yeah. But don't, like, this whole Don Callis stuff, like, I don't know. No, but, I, 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 did you watch, like, that's not, that's barely going to be. I watched, I watched the, um, what do you call it? The, um, Wrestle Dream. And when he him, I even forgot lucky lucky to forgot that he was in that match. No, but you see what Kyle Fletcher said on Dynamite. What did he say? He said, I'm not the reason basically Don Callis, they're, they're still telling the Don Callis Kenny Omega storyline. And then Kyle Fletcher's like, I'm not doing this for you, I'm doing this for Osprey. So what did you say? Osprey says Osprey and Don Callis is the enemy of my enemies, my friend. Okay. Like, yes, they're Don Callis family, but it's the enemy of my enemies, my friend. Osprey's his own man. At the moment, mm. I think this is a temporary alliance. We've seen it in wrestling all the time. That's temporary fair. alliance. Osprey, from even for example, from time when we saw him at All In, he was by himself doing his thing. If Epic. Osprey was now he came, he came out of Don Callis as well, by the way, on there. When? On All In. An entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The only, the only, only reason I wouldn't necessarily agree with that NK is because even on the the Don Callis entrance. The mm. picture, oh, the thing. He's he's, he's on. He's one of the disciples on the table. So That's it does seem like it's. It does seem like it's a bit deeper than a temporary alliance. Uh, it doesn't look like it's a, a full on. He's here because mm. he's in Japan and stuff. Mm. But um, yeah, the optics say one thing. The presentation sometimes says something else. I think Osprey, in terms of just where he's gonna go, he, what he's doing rightly right now is playing the field. And seeing, you know, right, my February, February 2024, my contract's up. Um, I can interest, I go anywhere, like even impact. He obviously saw how good of a, you know, close knit family impact would have been this past weekend. Um, And, you know, if we're looking at it, he he said he wants to be somewhere he can be at home regularly enough. Um, Impact record like what, once a month, once every two weeks or three weeks or something like that. So he could go in, fly in for tapings, do what he needs to do, go yard again, be back in in England or doing indies if that's what he wishes, be with his family. Um, Yes, financially, they may be the, not the best choice, um, but in terms of, you know, we saw him earlier this year speak on his body and how much he's got left in, in the tank, basically. So that could be a better choice rather than, you know, wrestling every week, every weekend, everything like that. WWE, we know, would be probably a very strong financial package, lighter in terms of um, the level he has to wrestle at as well. He doesn't have to do anything super crazy. Um, And, you know, is the the only issue for him might be the dates because... Yeah, the only issue would probably be... If he's like the biggest... If he's like the uh, like a big face or heel, whatever, he's gonna be. They're gonna be expected at every house show, everywhere. But yeah, but it's then at the same time, it's like if he looks at it from the point of well, I signed this WWE contract for say three years. Let's say I'll literally like smash it, take home all of this money, and then I'm done with this place and this schedule. AEW 
could probably provide him the best of both worlds in terms of a nice financial package, maybe some flexibility with, you know, managing home life and not being on TV all the time, as well as give him a lot more, quote unquote, dream competitors, dream matches. This, that, and the other. AEW is probably the best balance, and you, we can we can all see from a mile away. AEW has heavily rolled out the red carpet. He's been walking this red carpet for at least the past year in AEW. He's on the feet until he comes in office. So yeah, we know they're doing everything in their power yeah. to ensure come February this is where he's signing. Mm. Um, so all of this could just be him doing a show like, oh yeah, this company's really great. I could sign for them. Yeah, I'm interested. I can listen to offers from here. I need to think about my family. All showmanship, all contract negotiating, but he already knows where he wants to go. So we'll he, see. Yeah, he's being represented by the same person who represents Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks just mm. out there. Yeah. To secure the highest deal possible. Now, that, that doesn't guarantee he'll go AEW because remember, Young Bucks, Omega, Hangman Page, they were all negotiating the, earlier this year with WWE in order where to go. Do you know what I'm saying? And according to reports, it, was, it wasn't a foregone conclusion that they were going to sign with AEW. So even though they're represented by the same people, it doesn't necessarily mean that he was, he's a guy. Ga- Guarantee for AW. He's a safe bet for AW. Like, if I was to put money on it, I'd probably say he's going to sign for AW. But hey, nothing's for certain. Not, mm. oh, nothing's certain. And I feel like with WWE with this new TKO money, they've got a lot more money to play with right now. Obviously, AW are expecting money from their Warner Brothers deal, but we know WWE's got the big bag right now and they can offer man hella bread. Mm. And you know, but in, in this world, man, they're more driven by passions, but passions have to align. That's why it's going to be respectfully to TNA, the two main contenders are WWE and AEW. 100%. In, 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 in this thing, especially if, because I read from the report, like Osprey's management, the, the quote was he's, ma- he's trying to seek the most, the best deal for him possible, which means big money. Mm. Oh, big I'll money. be honest. Whatever deal he takes is gonna set him up to be a millionaire. Bro, I think he already is a millionaire, you know. Not already, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he already is a millionaire. Go to the highest bidder, but also make sure your work environment is suitable for you. Mm. Osprey walks into a company, he's Osprey WWAW, he's the he's one of the top stars of the company. Like you don't sign Osprey to just have him do not no no no. He's a main eventer. Mm. Any, he's a main eventer. You know what? My my fear, though, and I think this is a, it's, it's, I'm allowed to say this. If he goes into AEW, I'm not. He is a main eventer name. That's not being argued. But with the booking, does he walk into the main event? Does he walk into the AEW yeah. World Title picture? We've Which seen should. how they are treating um Jay White. Jay White's one example, but even like the likes of Kenny Omega right now, like he's yeah. and Kenny Omega's I know I know he's a different case. It's basically his his company. Doesn't want to be kind of seen like he he's you know winning everything in his company, whatever the case may be. Um and, and he's more towards you know the back end, you know, September of his career if you like. Like I just feel with sometimes some of these names come into AEW and we think, yes, they should be here. They often don't go in at this position. I'll, I'll tell you why with Osprey is different because they've done it 
with him not even wrestling in the company. Mm. Think about the position Osprey got at all in compared to Mandem, who even wrestled, who are even in AEW. Osprey got like I think one of the biggest marquee but like, he's one of the only few people with a, uh, with a singles match on that card mm. think about the rollout he got for, for both Forbidden Doors again one of the few people to get a singles match I think he's one of the most featured non like featured stars that's not an AW wrestler on Dynamite on these pay-per-views mm. I feel like yeah it is fair to say the way they've rolled out certain these men but Mandem in AW, I can't even name Mandem in who are actually contracted to the roster who've gotten the role that Osprey's gotten in AW. Can I can I say something to that? And you're right in terms of everything he's achieved without signing an AW contract. What I'll say to that is talking stage. What I'll say to that is flirting. Going on dates. You did like, like I said, they're courting. courting. We know they are doing and putting him in nice, nice position. Not to say he doesn't deserve it. We know he's probably the best wrestler on the planet right now. They are showing him the high life. If you come here, this is what we can give you. Hakasan, you know, Sexy Fish, all of these places. Mm. But then when he actually signed, I'm not saying they're going to drop off a hill, but will that be maintained? Mm. And I just don't think there's enough evidence to say for sure it will. I think he's going to be they, They're going to roll out the carpet For him the way they did Danielson and Punk mm. Those are the two guys Where I feel like As soon as they hit the company Carpet was rolled out And it's been maintained for them But well, Danielson is Danielson now Because he's in back But Punk <clears throat> Punk's different Punk's like seven years I'm not saying they'll be the same yeah. But I'm just saying the way because the way, for example, we knew Punk was coming through the press conference, but the way they just rolled out that carpet for him is Danielson Punk-esque for me right now. Yeah, guys, I think, let me let me be honest here, yeah, because I've, I've heard everyone's opinions, but I think with Osprey, it makes sense for him to go to WWE, you know? Hear, hear me out before you shoot me, because... Let me hear, let me hear, let me hear. Because I want to say something as well. Go for it. He's in AEW already, called the AEW crowd there familiar with Osprey. If he goes to WWE, that's not only a brand new audience, obviously some people know him, but that's going to elevate his status as a wrestler. Goes to WWE, more eyes are on him. He main events a few pay-per-views. He might even have a WrestleMania moment. Regardless, if he goes to WWE and then decides to end terms with them, he can still go AEW and they'll still roll out the red carpet for him. Because whatever whatever he does in WWE is only going to elevate him further. He's not going to go WWE and fall off a hill. Do you get it? It's just that we're scared of him going to WWE because it's WWE. We know that. I'm not scared. I'm not not scared anymore. But I think it actually makes sense for him to go WWE. Because, bro, like, think about it. He's going to have another million pairs of eyes watching him. That's a brand new audience. He's unlocked a different realm for him to entertain Mm. and get paid for. He'll get more money. He'll have an elevated status. Potentially main event at WrestleMania. Maybe. Bro. No, no, for... for, uh, It's not personal on there. Huh? Sure. Osprey can definitely main event WrestleMania for sure. So the only reason I want to see him go WWE is to watch Bear Man walk back their Osprey takes. 
I want to see bare mm. man walk back them takes about flippy, flippy, jumpy, jumpy. Oh, I want to see no, bare I think, man and, okay, I think after the Kenny match here, yeah, I think after the Kenny match, which they, um, they had that, not even the Wrestle Kingdom, a lot of men have, have taken out what they've said, for sure. Of course, they have to. A lot of men. And also, yeah. also as well, there's a statement, yeah? Osprey, the best in the world. I believe it. Until he steps foot in WWE. No, 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 no. Osprey is the best in the world regardless. No, no. I believe he's the best in the world, but I want it to be proven. He has to he's proven. proven. I'm so sorry, there's nothing no. to prove. He has to step foot in the WWE. That's the nah. last. No, 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 not anymore. Nah. Man. I, I wouldn't agree. WWE is the proving ground. Yes. No, 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 no. That's not the proving ground for that. Proving ground. He's done ninety nine percent of the work already. WWE is that one percent to make it a hundred. But if he goes AEW, what does that turn then? It's already he's. Conquered AEW or well, he's not conquered. He hasn't conquered it. They are so dead. There's matches for him. Him a- versus MJF will just will just make bro. WWE and AEW are like the 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 last two percent. That's it. Okay. With that being said, yeah. With that being said, there's he's two clocked things. most of wrestling, bro. He's clocked the game. He can retire by forty. He's done everything. Even earlier. That's what I'm saying. WWE is the next step. Okay. With that being said, two things, yeah. Um, can I see an Osprey in the WWE? I don't know. I can't even imagine. Well, Osprey, I can't even imagine that. Two, <laughs> what other matches, what other dream match, what other matches are, oh, wait, no, should I say that right? Okay, what other matches in AW can you see this guy being put in? Danielson. Yeah, keep yeah. going. I'm just not, I'm just not, I'm MJF. Yeah. Hangman Page. Shane Strickland is one of them as well. Swerve. Okay. Uh, who else? Adam Darby Cole. Allen. Mm-hmm. So that's a bunch of for me. Apart from maybe Danielson, I mean, because Danielson's my guy. These are all just great matches. Mm. But dream matches, dream matches is subjective, isn't it? Like yeah. a man told me the other day, Andrade versus Danielson was a dream match. I didn't know that. So, this is what I mean. So dream matches I is subjective. Hang, to hang what man, you want to be? Hangman. Um, Osprey for me is a dream match. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably agree Hangman is as well, to be fair. Hang, Ham, Hangman's a dream match for me. Obviously, I thought the term dream match, that dream match is something that, for me, I thought never would happen. And it's now happening. For example, Okada, Danielson, that's a true dream match because I never thought in a million years that would happen. Mm-hmm. Cool. Forget dream matches. When I think about marquee matches that I would, oh, if I see this on the pay-per-view, I'm watching. There's a lot of matches for me, Osprey. If you put Osprey against a lot of these guys, if you put the graphic up, I'm like, I'm watching that pay-per-view. Okay, if I now say Osprey versus Roman for the Undisputed Heavyweight title, how does that feel? It's Roman, isn't it? Of it's okay. Okay. Cut, it, cut it off. Osprey versus Ricochet. Monday Night You're Raw. watching. You're watching. Or Heritage. That's Heritage. Osprey versus Chad Gable. You're watching. It's not a it's not there's, a marquee match. It's, it's, not, a, not, it's not a marquee match, but it's a great match. Even yeah. Osprey versus what? Osprey, wait, you're forgetting. This guy can make a bad wrestler look good. He's the best yeah. in the world, right? You're what you're watching regardless. That even Osprey versus Takeshita. Yeah, that there's on both sides there's great matches brute that, that can happen, isn't it? Yeah, but you need but you need to remember on one side, one side is gonna have more eyes than the other, way more eyes. So this this then comes down to 
what Osprey wants, wants. career-wise. Mm. Is this, you know, I want a big fat paycheck. I want my name in lights. I want to be globally recognized. Um, I want an easier wrestling style. Or is this, I want to go onto, you know, an emerging platform in AEW, um, be their biggest star, their biggest star, because like I say, the likes of Kenny Danielson are more humble with it and on their way out. I can go there and literally be their biggest star and earn a ton of money, maybe have a more relaxed schedule as well. Um, Still have the freedom to maybe do indies and go back to japan and stuff like that as well it it really just comes down to what he wants me personally i'm I'm, i said this with kenny omega i am desperate to see these people have a wrestlemania moment because as children they would have grown up and seen wrestlemania and whether we say they like wwe now or not like for me it's almost wanting them to fulfill that tick box of what they surely wanted to be part of as a child while they got into the business. However, for like I said with Omega, I wouldn't want to see Osprey there for more than a year. Mm. Do it in a year, hit it hard, get out of there, earn your money, and then go back to wherever. That's what I wanted with Omega. And I think Osprey is probably the only other person in the world, I would say, if he could get something like that, that's it. One year and out. But it's most likely a multi-year. They're locking this guy for a multi-year deal. Cash money record. Just go back. Let let me add on to that as well, yeah. Let's say Osprey gets two-year contract, bro. He's not going to have to wrestle the extreme wrestling style that he does. He's going to get more money. He's going to have more eyes on him. So he will technically have a more relaxed career. He'll be able to retire Mm -hmm. early. No, because mm-hmm. he's not wrestling that he's not. Yeah, wrestling. but the difference is the And also we're forgetting that obviously when he leaves like the indie scene, there's gonna be a void. People are gonna miss him. So when he comes back, he's gonna that red carpet's gonna be there. It's gonna be even bigger for him. Whatever decision he does, bro, like But that's all depending on how WWE treat him at the time. If I'm gonna be at WWE, for example, if I was one of the best wrestlers in the world and I've gone to WWE, Triple H has treated me well, they've given me a shot at Royal Rumble, I've won a Royal Rumble in one year. I've won, I've got a WrestleMania moment. I've won the title in that same year. I've had a tag team title in that same year. But you think I'm leaving? No, I am staying for another year. So it depends how WWE treat Ross Bay when he walks into that room. It, but also, it, it also goes back though to what Beck said, what do people want? Because for example... What do you mean what do people want? No, 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 Danielson, for example, he's somebody who did everything in WWE. He yeah. had, had he had all the money offered at him. My man left because I want to bleed. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And and yeah. and, 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 and I know for a while though. No, he was there for a while, different. but I'm saying he got the red carpet rolled out for him mm, again yeah. when they offered him a new contract. Do you know what I'm saying? And for some certain people, different things motivate different people. Some people are like, some people are motivated by the sense of, hey. Cool, I want the money. And obviously money, in both scenarios, you're going to make money. So it's almost like, not a non-factor, but it's like, I'm guaranteed money either way. Yeah. Okay, I, what do what do I want? Is it the, the notoriety? Is it the fame? Or is it to be, and it might sound weird to us, but some people are genuinely obsessed with this stuff. 
Do I want the acknowledgement from my peers? Do I want to go down as the best in the world? And to us, that might be just pick the bag now. But to some people, that's what genuinely wakes them up at night and be like, I want to be the best. We can't lie. There's, it's even become a, a thing of, can I now be the best in the world that never went to WWE? Yeah. yeah. That could be an accolade almost that is being chased. That's a silly accolade, I can't lie. <laughs> no, like it's like I'm I'm this big. I'm you know, I, I mean I'm talking t- tongue in cheek, but you know it's like we look at the box now. Look how much money the box have made mm-hmm. without you know ever touching WWE in that sense, being big stars like yeah, they so just done they, it on themselves. So same, same the accolade should be I've made the most money in wrestling without having to go to WWE. That's, yeah. that's well, whatever whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. also like 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 uh, like, like football. Messi. Some people, some people, no, not even, not even Messi. Everyone as a kid probably grows up like in, in Manchester, wanting to grow up playing for Man United, right? But then, in the Premier League. No, 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 no. I'm using Man United as well because the biggest team in the world. Then you've got a little project in Man City, aka W. They building something, and now look at, and now look at what Man City have become. Mm. And imagine now saying, being like a player, being like, okay, I didn't go Man United, but I built Man City. Yeah. Aguero to this place Now look at The way we look at Aguero That's the same thing With AWs. Imagine saying Okay cool I didn't go to The biggest company But I built The secondary company To a point where Yeah Man City Ain't bigger than Man United But you have to say Their name in the conversation now mm. yeah, AEW so will never be Yeah do you know what I'm saying AEW will never be WWE But if If Osprey goes to AEW And builds them to the point Where you have to say AEW's name in the conversation now do you know what I'm saying? There's different things that motivate different people, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so today WWE announced that we're getting a new pay-per-view, um, a new PLE. Um, it's called Bash in Berlin. Uh, what's funny, guys? <laughs> Why were you emphasizing that so hard? <laughs> Bash in Berlin. Um, I I certainly is look. I am certainly looking to go. Um, Berlin's literally like in like what four hours away, three hours away, less than yeah. less than even yeah. And tickets are cheap as well. So I definitely will try and make the trip. Um, the only issue is that we've literally got all in for the European people. We got all in the week before. Then we got WWE. Then we got WWE bash at Berlin. I feel like wrestling. Like, is that too much wrestling for you guys? Is that that week? Or you, it, you, it's it's WWE being WWE at its finest. They saw like, what happened last week. For me, this isn't an issue. I'll be there. 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 For maybe people coming from further afield, you know, AEW All In was 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 great. We you could just naturally imagine a lot of people came because it's the inaugural one, first time ever, etc. Yeah. etc. Et Will some of those people that wanted to be there to make history for history wise come the second time round without maybe the card being so great or whatever? Who knows? Mm. Um, but WWE coming to place themselves in Europe a week after AEW. Is, is literally a case of, all right, fans, it's almost like you pick. What do you want to go to? Of course, some fans will be there for both. But it, it, I can't help but think they're, they're literally trying to, you know, tear some people away from going to AEW All In with, we're doing this first time ever show in Germany. 
and we are the established name in WWE come over here sort of thing. There was, of course, there would be an element of, of that with them planning the event. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think AEW have done fantastic to, you know, be in a position to book Wembley again. Um, I think naturally it'll be natural for the attendance to, to drop. Um, it will all depend on who they can get on the card and stuff. I mean, if if they still had CM Punk and they were doing Punk versus Omega in the main event, then the attendance would probably be better than the first one. But um, the card will be very dependent. The history has now been made already with yeah. this year's one. So it's not to say it's going to completely plummet or fail and that won't happen. But people now have a choice to make, basically, whereas opposed to... Yesterday, they didn't have a choice to make. When you mean people, I think you mean people that overseas. Obviously, us Europeans, we can just boat, boat Eurostar. Yes, for for some of us that can afford it, we're still in a we're still in a crisis of you know financial power. Let's not forget WWE ticket prices are crazy. Stadium or not, even if it was in the even if it was in heaven, there's best seats in heaven. They'll still sell the ticket price for four hundred pound. Yeah, (laughs) don't care. And at at the end of the day, as well, yeah, like you said, like even though some people could be able to go over, some people might be like saving up money to go all. Like I, I remember, like people like all in the tickets weren't that expensive but people are like oh you know what it's my first wrestling show let me save money to you know go here now not a lot majority of wrestling fans like working class people won't be like hey mm. I'm gonna go Berlin and I'm gonna go here you know what I'm saying man them have to work yeah. so it's 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 giving it's forcing people a choice to make it it's giving people a choice to make which at the end of day it's business isn't it like like I can't even say like this or that is business. Like WWE saw it and said, you know what? We probably can't do another London show. All right, cool. Berlin. Let's do it. Let, let's ignite the German fans. And even on top of that, WWE, um, I think Sean Fightful as per as per Fightful. As per. As per. Um, said that there's another PLE coming to Europe as well, and there's a backlash 2024, straight after Mania. These lot are headed to Paris, France, to go and do Backlash 2024. That's also something mad as well. That's big. Um, you might head to that as well. There's so much going on right now. Like there's I might no, be there. I might yeah. be there. Who knows? So much going on. But um, it's right. nice. Competition is nice. Competition is nice and healthy. And it yeah. should be like this. We should we should be get because with what Tony has done now with this whole aid, aid, all in stuff, W gonna be throwing more hours. We won't even get a summertime here one day because of this. So yeah, let 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 it happen, man. Let it happen, man. I'm 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 happy for it, man. Um, he's the one that's been driving these stadium shows and taking these PNGs and almost bringing life to these B B rated shows or whatever we call them um, by putting them in bigger stadiums or bigger arenas or taking them abroad. So, good way to you know bring interest to something that people probably don't care about. Um, the only other thing I'll say on this is obviously the minute they've stuck it in Germany, Hunter's name is ringing off. Yeah. Um, do you think this could be an anointing of a new world champion? <laughs> well, I said anointing. Do you know you said that? Yeah. I'll yeah. go to the floor like this. Beside it, no, Bishop, no, Gunter. Yeah. Or do you think they're going to play it how they played Drew? And basically make him be the poster boy for it all and then do him... Bro, do him I'll tell you something yeah. right now. Not to be deep here, I love Cody. Cody's great. Cody, 
yeah, he, he makes me happy. <clears throat> but if Cody beats Ro- if Cody beats Roman Reigns and Gunter is still undefeated with that Intercontinental title, and he comes out to get Cody Cody Rose, and Cody Rose beats him at um at Berlin, there's gonna be a lot of angry people. Because Cody Rose, obviously, he's he's good, but he's not that super for for him to go over, unless he does a Brock thing where he beats him by a fate pin, whatever. But if they're gonna do it, if they're gonna put the belt on, if they're gonna give Gunter a match, then it should be for the belt, I reckon. He's not from I, Germany, he's from Austria, but yeah. Yeah. Um Kaiser's from Germany though. Yeah. I, I think I think they will give Gunther the other belt, the other world heavyweight title. Oh, beat and Seth. I think that I yeah, I think that suits okay. him better anyway. I think it looks better, that will look better yeah. on him than the <clears throat> these colored belts and stuff. Yeah. I agree. That pop's gonna be mad as well. Pop's gonna be yeah. epic. I definitely agree. And, and well deserved because he is, you know, by by Dave Meltzer's opinion, at the very least, he's the best wrestler in WWE. Mm, yeah. He's got the yeah, most five star matches. So he's one of the best in the world. Gunter mm. is up there. Any yeah. any top ten list must include Gunter. Um right. yeah, it must. Um yeah, they're, they're definitely gonna have him. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, they're definitely gonna have him prominently on the card. Um, but yeah, getting that, getting that European audience. Who, who's another European don they can put on the card? Um, Famous Drew McIntyre, yeah. Butch, um, um, Dragonoff, Dragonoff could possibly Dragonoff. Yeah, Dragonoff, that's a good one. Yeah, um, um, a kid. Um, what's his name again? Um, um yeah. what's it? I forgot. Axiom, Axiom. Um, Lyra Valkyria. Lyra Valkyria. Um, mm. Becky Lynch, even there's plenty of European talent that can be on this man. Giovanni, what's him? Giovanni put Vinci. Put them all. They can be on there. So, but even even look, I was even thinking about this year. I was even thinking to myself here, yeah, maybe with this whole announcement that's going to be in Berlin, yeah, is this now a thing where from this Berlin show they're now going to announce this NXT Europe thing? Maybe it'll probably be it'll probably be in effect by then. Mm, yeah, because the, the NXT Europe was supposed to be launched as of in January, January this year, yeah, or something. But I believe the TKO stuff held it up. They didn't want to start it with the TKO stuff looming. So, mm. um, yeah, quite possibly by next year, it could be in full effect. Do, do we do we even eat? Do we do we even need NXT Europe? Because the way things are now, NXT NXT is cooking right now, fam. It's bare fun with all these wrestlers in there. Because I'm sure if NXT Europe comes, they're now going to be taking out this guy, this guy, this guy, and form NXT Europe, innit? Unless they start a whole new, a fresh, a fresh thing where they're now putting it's, that into it, talent. It's globalization. <clears throat> WWE will do it because they want to, <clears throat> you know, they, they they like expansion, innit? So they're going to do it. Um, yeah. would I, I don't think it will have that much of an effect on actual NXT because I remember... NXT UK and NXT Black and Gold, they, 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 NXT UK obviously was a much smaller brand and we can argue like how successful it was, but it didn't really impact like the day-to-day of NXT Black and Gold. Mm-hmm. But obviously now that NXT is more streamlined these days and there's a lot more synergy around the company, I don't know. I don't think NXT UK, um, Europe will, will have a problem with NXT. I don't think I don't think I don't think they will impact each other negatively. I think it'll they, be yeah. They will probably send some guys there to establish it, to help establish it. Um, you know, some some stars and whatever, whether it's NXT, whether it's European stars or even Americans, they'll probably send 
over there to, to help establish it. But um, it, the question probably should be how much will it affect like the indies in Europe? Yeah. Uh, saw how NXT UK affected people in Ref Pro, affected people in Progress because they just came and swept up hella talent. Um, so but being NXT Europe, I don't know if they're just going to tour all around Europe. That might, you know, not it might help to not kind of cause too much trouble in one place like it did in England when it was NXT UK. But um, yeah, the, the indies are probably the one that's going to suffer more, more so than NXT Florida. Yeah. I can't um, lie. Um, I'm not for the NXT Europe, you know? Why not? I feel like it's just going to have the same fate as NXT UK. It will be there for a bit, but they're going to struggle to maintain it and they'll just scrap it in the end. The the pandemic is what hit NXT UK. Because they were meant to go on that tour. Do you remember that? NXT UK was touring. Yeah, touring, yeah. it was touring. It'll do tapings in like maybe Blackpool for a couple of weeks of TV. It'll go to Brighton. It'll go to this place. It'll go, it was touring around the country. Mm. Um, it was when the pandemic came, they hit, you know, BT Sports Studios. And then, yeah, I don't know. It just never really worked from, from there. So I, I got a question as well, right? With NXT Europe, right? NXT America is the main thing. Are people going to be crossing over or are they just stuck in Europe? Because I feel like people from NXT America should be going to NXT Europe. People from NXT Europe should be going to America, like back and forth in a way. So I I think it's a case of still like NXT America is 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 the hub. And then all of these other ones, because NXT Europe is just the one. They're literally planning like NXT Mexico, NXT Japan. And all of these places are going to feed into NXT America and then obviously mm. onto main roster sort of thing. Okay. So, but like I said, they'll probably send people from NXT America to NXT Europe and all these other places when they start it just to help establish these brands and get us yeah. watching them. Because, yeah. you know, it's like when they sent Finn Balor to NXT UK yeah. and they wanted yeah. to do a program there with him and was it Gunter at the time or Dragunov at the time. Mm. Um, but then pandemic came. So, <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Cool. Um... One, two. I think we've got one more topic on the thing. Um, should there, obviously we um, in WWE right now? Like I feel like there's only that one title for the women to get. AW's got very. They've got the TBS Women's Championship, and they've got the women's. They've actually got the women's championship as well. So there's a, there's a lot to go around in that place. But if WWE's only that one title, and we can really see how like. Like how hard it is for these women to even get an opportunity with Ripley holding the title already. Um, should there be an introduction of a new women's title, uh, maybe a women's intercontinental title or women's, you know, something, so, something title? Yeah, people are speaking about this a lot at the minute. Like, should there be a, especially a WWE mid card title? Like we've, like you said, AEW's already adopted like a, a women's mid card title, and I guess Becky Lynch has with the NXT women's title has been like the evidence that a, a woman's mid-card title could work. Yeah. Now, it's arguable, did it work? Because it was Becky Lynch that held the belt and it's going around and doing stuff. Would we be so interested if it was, I don't know, Indy yeah. Hartwell as champion doing that? Um, but I think at the same time, 
AEW, where we saw Jade's reign as TBS champion kind of go stale, is because she wasn't fighting anyone. Like, no one was dropping down from that main level to come and fight her. And I feel like we're seeing the same thing now with Chris Statlander. As good as a, a champion and the in ring performances she's given, like, okay, Britt Baker dropped down for like a hot second and it's gone again. Um, like, they need to do more in terms of that to help establish these belts so that mm. people care about them. Yeah. So yeah, in one company you've got a mid-card belt, but I think it's it's not maybe being put front and center in a way. And then in another company we've got nothing in the mid-card unless it was this LXE title run. Mm. Um but there could be that could be proof that this could work. Absolutely. So I don't know. Absolutely. I don't think mid card but I don't think women's mid card belts work. Not even um, in AEW. They can okay. You can make them work. Anything's possible. You can make it work. Um, in AEW, I think in AEW the reason why the TBS title worked initially because it was like okay, Jade was was hot. We gave something to a pro, somebody that was like on fire, Jade. But as we as as you said, it kind of petered out, and then Chris Statland has kind of been doing eh. Um, what's the state of the um, WWE tag team belts? So um, it's been unified, and uh, Piper Niven. So what's the name again? Ah, Piper oh. Niven and Chelsea Green. Yeah, that, yeah. Does she talk about Piper Niven? She go, yeah, she goes about Piper Niven. Oh, she goes about. Oh, great, great. I'm gonna call Dewdrop. Piper Niven and Chelsea Green have got the title, and um, it's you know they've given us fun moments in it, but they're not really like obviously they got the, they got a title defense <laughs> in Halloween Havoc too. But they're not really like as what can I what's the what's the best? They're not like team defending champions. Yeah, they're not man. They just they just holding the title and giving us like great moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so let's say we add a mid card title. You'd have the women's title, mid card title, and then the tag titles. Because I'm not going to include an NXT because NXT is NXT. So you'd had you'd potentially have three titles on the products, and already from what I've seen the discourse online, be the tag team titles are already like hair. Already like not being featured as they should be, or not being featured as much as they could. Which I think the tag team, if we're gonna add the title, the tag team title is fine because it adds a different dynamic to the division. It does yeah. split the roster apart a bit because you now you have to take two talent away from the roster. But I don't know. I just think with with the way wrestling is, the women barely get time as it is. WWE do a good job of giving women time, anyways. But like compared to the men on the roster as a whole, women will never get as much time. Then you're, dividing, then you're dividing that time amongst the title, amongst multiple different titles. I just think it just gets... It, I, I just don't see a scenario where the mid-card title gets the treatment that we want it to get. Because even booking a men's mid-card title with the amount of time man them have is difficult. Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, go on. If you yeah. give the title to someone like... Sorry, you want to say that, Laps? Yeah, the, the real the problem is, bro, they don't get enough time. It's timing's the issue. Adding the mid adding the mid card title, yeah. Now you're kind of forced to make extra time for it, but is it enough time to really promote and elevate the title? The women's world title, the women's world titles, bro, don't even get enough time, bro. It doesn't. So mm. how can you introduce a new title when your main title isn't even getting much love? Now you're just bringing another baby into the world that you're not gonna love. I mean, I think for now it makes it makes sense for. I think I think it makes sense for WWE to do to um, to have a mid card title because 
Ray Ripley's busy doing this whole Judgment Day leader sort of thing. And it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. It's cool. It's nice. But it's you're sacrificing the title for that. Exactly. And if get, WWE get, now get bring in a strong, like a title, another title, like a their version of a world heavyweight title, like what Seth has got, and they give it to someone like a, a Shayna Baszler, and she goes on a mad run. And she goes, comes up against um, Raquel Gonzalez and Raquel Gonzalez beats her. Then that run, do, do you get what I mean? You need someone, if you're going to give the title to someone, give it to someone that's going to do a Gunter or do a, yeah, a Gunter or a Seth and let them run it for a bit whilst Rhea Ripley's still doing her thing. Now, when it's time for Rhea Ripley to lose that title, she loses it to Charlotte. But then again, the only problem is this. If now when someone else wins that title, that mid-card title now becomes a bit... Exactly. So it's hard, man. It's hard, man. Like, but that's, bro, but that's why I don't. Name. That's why I don't advocate for titles for the sake of giving someone a shot. I've I've never liked that reasoning, in terms of I'm going to introduce a title because we need to give other people. I feel like don't get me wrong. The champion should always be the champion, yeah. Mm. And but I feel like I like scarcity in in wrestling in wrestling, and obviously mid card titles are a thing we do with the men. So. I understand why people are bringing it to the women, but are we introducing a mid-card title or a secondary title? Because mm. if it's a mid-card title, I'm fine with it. A secondary... Um, I was saying that if we're introducing a mid-card title, maybe, but if we're introducing something that's adjacent or comparable to the women's title, then I'm against it. Mm. I'm, I'm absolutely against it. Because um, I don't like... I like, scarce, I like scarcity in wrestling where there's one main prize that everyone's going for. And I mm. feel like even in wrestling these days, one thing I'm, not that I don't like, but because there's so, this is across both companies, because there's so many different titles, not everyone, everyone and their grandma should be saying, I want to be world champion. Mm. Everyone and their grandma should be saying, that world championship is the most important thing to me. I'm doing number one contenderships. I'm doing, do you know what I'm saying? There should be, there should be, and the thing you get with titles should be placed in like, not rankings, but like, I remember when WWE used to do like these number one contendership, not battle royals, but like matches. For example, I remember it was when they unveiled the universal title, which was, which was good. But I remember week to week, it was like a tournament to see who would get to the finals. Yeah. I'm like, the same effort you'd put into a tournament for unveiling a new title, why can't we do that to create a number one contender? Have like, maybe like, maybe a three-week program where it's like, okay, cool, here's a tournament to crown the next number one contender. That's all it is. What, what's Royal, Royal Rumble's glorified number one contender? But it's value. You've got 30 men in the ring saying, I want the shot to be champion. It's a glorified number one contendership. But oh, yeah. the fact that you've got all of these men and gal in the ring saying, I want to I wanna be number one, creates value. So for mm-hmm. me, instead of creating a new title, find innovative ways to create value for your main title. Yeah, even, I, even, I even forgot we just had the women's, um, SmackDown women's title and the Raw women's title. And yeah. that was also a great thing as well, because I remember when the winner of the Rumble win, they'll stand in the ring with both SmackDown and Women's SmackDown and Raw and be like, I pick you, I pick yeah. you. And that was fun as well. You know what I mean? But now we don't have that, and it's just straight Ray Ripley now. It's like, I feel, I do feel like we do need something though. 
they need to care about the women's tag division That's because, it, yes. like we said, it's innovative. It's already there. Like they've got tag teams, and or they have ample women not doing anything that they can put into tag mm. teams at the very least. Like that should be the mid card belt for the women. Th- this this run with Becky Lynch that you know we've said is was great because she's kind of elevated stars and stuff, and it looked like a mid card because obviously we know on that same brand there is a world champion. It only works because it's Becky Lynch. Yeah. Or it would only work because it's a Charlotte Flair that had the title. The minute someone like a, a Tegan Knox, respectfully, uh, Indy Hartwell, respectfully, any one of these other ladies would have that title, we would we would just see it as fodder. And they'll probably be doing two-minute matches out there. Mm. And, and you know, we wouldn't be being called to do promos that they're going to air on the show. <laughs> yeah. You see what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's, it's because of who has had the title um, as to why we we care. And, you know, this is a, a discussion. They've got tag titles. They need to book it better. They've got tag teams, female tag teams that they've just, they've, they, they've become a, um, what's this girl's name? Katen Contanzaro and... Contanzaro um, and um, what's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're great tag team, yeah. They're a great tag team. Yeah. You, all they put them in is backstage stuff, gossiping. Yeah. Gossiping, yeah. gossiping, like gossiping woman. Like, yeah. you actually have a tag team title here that you can even, involve even, them in. Even, um, what's her name? Um, Carl, what's her name? Carla Wright, what's her name again? Um, Fing- yeah, Kay- Kaylee Ray and Alba Kaylee Fire. Ray. And, or Alba yeah. Fire and... Um, That's Kaylee a fact. Ray now by the same person. Um, Kay- yeah, Kaylee yeah. Ray and what's... Isn't Kaylee Ray? What's, what's um, Fing's wife? Oh. Um, what's the guy called again? Where's the guy... How can I forget this guy's name? Champions tag team part now. He's tag team, tag team champions. Um, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae, sorry. Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. That's a tag team there as well. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. plenty of tags that they can make. And even, this, this is going to sound as mad, but even, I would have even mind if they said, you know, now nah, Jackson flipping Shayna Baszler become a tag team. They a were tag, tag team, team champions in the past. They were tag there you team go, perfect. Yeah. A tag team jackpot where they just pick it out names. We're gonna we're gonna do a tag team. We're gonna reset the whole tag team thing. Bam. Because now we've got two GMs. They can do whatever they want now. Pick a tag team name, put these guys together. The winner of the thing gets a title shot at the tag team belts. Done. You've got tag, even done NXT. You've got Jakara Jackson yeah. and Lash Legend. You've Lash got Legend, who's, who's dramatically improved. Yeah, you've got Lola Vice yeah. and um, what's, what's her face? What's her name? Yeah, Ale, um, um, oh, um, Safa Lope, Electra Lopez. They've got tag teams. Like, they are just not booking it, not caring. Right now, they're just leaving the belts on Chelsea Green because Chelsea Green is providing great entertainment value. Mm. Um, that's, that's about it. And it's a way yeah. to get Chelsea Green on TV every week. Yeah. Well, all right, cool. Um, I want to say a quick shout out here. I saw this thing on Instagram and I'm very impressed. I'm, I'm even impressed with the fact that how do I not know this? So um, I think Max, you posted it. Big up... Um, I, um, sorry, big up um, Gerard, Gerard Bono as well. Yeah, Gerard Bono, um, yeah. They've got a thing called All Caribbean Wrestling and I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. It's a Caribbean promotion. They're based in Montego Bay. They're having a show pretty much soon and it's Gerard Bono and um, what's this guy called again? Um, Caprice, Caprice Coleman? Yeah, Caprice yeah, Coleman. Ring of Honor from Ring of Honor. The one that does commentary for Ring of Honor and they're literally commentating this show and it's, it's called um, The Saturday Bash. A Mobe Bash. And um, on the card, I think they've actually got a good, like, what they've got. The name that I saw that kind of impressed me was um, they've got Elijah Pope on there. Yeah. They've got, um, they got Red Velvet as well from NXT, from AW. Um, they've even got that guy that used to be part of NXT, um, Nexus. I forgot his name. What's the guy called again? South African guy. Uh, Justin Gabriel. The Justin white, the white. They've got yeah, Justin, Justin Gabriel on there. Gable. Yeah, Justin Gable's on there. 
Um, they got quite a lot of people, and a lot of people have actually passed through there. I even see a video of D'Lo Brown there. So big up to all Caribbean wrestling, man. Hopefully we can. Um, hopefully when I do go to um, Jamaica one day, I'll be able. When I go back to Jamaica, Jamaica. I'll take a trip down to Mobay. And um, actually, I actually stayed in Mobay. If I do stay in Mobay again, um, I'll come and watch it in it because yeah, that's that's actually impressive. <coughs> good big time, man. I'm actually impressed. So it's a good look still. Big up there, man. Um, let me go through the comments on um, last week's video. Um, 15, eight comments, sorry. Um, sorry, I'll go through that now. So, comment from Emperor Jar. He's a member. <laughs> Best episode in recent memory. Yeah, I totally agree that. What do you guys think? The Darius Lockhart one, yeah? Yeah, Darius Lockhart, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a very good chat. Yeah. Um, Grab with Guap, Dell, he said, my favorite episode we've done so far. I totally agree. I probably enjoyed it. Um, Supine Smokey said, Darius is right. The more black promoters there are, the more black talent the local scene puts on. The more black talent gets hired by major companies, the more black talent succeed building clout and getting boardrooms and production meetings. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. SD Kizzle said this was a great episode especially during Black History Month I'm hoping Ashay reached the moon in regards to success Darius comes across as very sincere and genuine and is a stellar performer hope he does return and I'll be tuning to Ashay live yep totally agree mm. um, Roy Johnson he's got the gold thing got the gold plate got the gold plate that means he's been for how long he's been for time still <laughs> he said um, what I get for Black History Month yeah, absolutely. They, like it all made sense. This he messaged us like late, like I think August, September, mm-hmm. and I actually forgot it was Black History Month. And obviously, it all made sense, man. It all aligned. Um, Darren, big up Darren. He's got a gold thing as well, gold plate as well. He said this has definitely been one of the best podcasts you guys have done. I didn't know Darius before today. I'll definitely be checking out his work and Ashay out. Yeah, man, check out Dar- check out Darius Lockhart's work. He's worked with like your favorites, like MJF. Shane Strickland, Lee, Lee Moriarty, um, plenty of people. Cedric, Cedric Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a long list. Yeah, there's a long list, man. A proper long list. So, yeah. Um, one, one last thing, yeah, before we cut. Let oh, me just oh, bring it up. Oh, is it? Okay, yep. finish the comments. Um, SDK Kizzle, SD Kizzle said, What time is it? Nation time. Darius is a dope get of a guest. Then OJMO, big up Michael Oku, he said, yo, which is basically shock, as in like, yo, crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, big up everyone that commented, man. Keep commenting, and um, yeah, we'll reply back to your comments next week. Here you go, bro. Um, in the last week or so, PWI250 come out. That's the women's list, right? Um, top, I'm going to try it, go off the top of my head. Number one, Rhea Ripley. Number two, Julia. Um, number three was Bianca Belair. Um, oh, four and five is a bit foggy without me looking. Number six was Athena, right? That's So this is who I wanted to particularly speak about. Now, I feel like it's it's hard because Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, for sure, are on like mainstream products, and it's escaping me now who is third and f- fourth and fifth. Like I said, I mean, I I second. Um, but Jamie Hayter, I think Jamie Hayter. Yes, that. Jamie Hayter was number four. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Number five. Who's number five? But um, I feel like Athena is probably 
all things considered, uh, in the correct place. If anything, that's kind of lost her points or ranking. It's probably um, how mainstream or whatever she's on can she be seen? The visibility, basically. Mm. But I would argue someone like maybe Julia, and I'm not saying that Athena should be ahead of Julia, but is is stardom more visible than Ring of Honor? No. And is it just a general question? No, but stardom, because remember, I think stardom is considered the premier women's, women's promotion. Mm. And considering based on the criteria they had last year, and also... I think PWR's criteria is obviously based on a lot of things, wins, losses, um, championships, championships. And in terms of like how they value things, they probably see the stardom women's, um, the red belt at stardom as a bigger achievement than the ROH women's championship based mm. on current booking of ROH. Um, so based on their criteria, I get it. Um, if, if this was a list based on like performances or like whatever, then we'd be having a different conversation. But I, because I remember when the PWI came out and I saw a lot of my mutual saying, Athena, Athena, Athena. And I was like, based on that, based on that criteria, it's not happening. And so, so Athena getting into top six based on their criteria makes sense. If we're not argue her a different criteria in terms of, okay, who's been like an outstanding women's wrestler performer? then that's a totally different conversation because then Athena is really, really in the mix of like, like as an individual women's wrestler based on character, work and all of those sort of things. Of course, but PWI's list is more, I don't want to say kayfabe as a disrespect, but it, it takes into consideration yeah, yeah, like kayfabe. Yeah. So, Yeah. That's it. Just to run through, um, so it's Rhea Ripley, number one, Julia, number two, three, Bianca Belair, number four, Jamie Hayter, number five, Tam Nakano, number six, Athena, number seven, Diana Perrazzo, number eight, Willow Nightingale, number nine, Camille, and number 10 was Jordan Grace. Asuka was number 11, <coughs> number 12. Um, Jade Cargill finished number 14. Um, who else? Roxanne, Roxanne Perez, Perez had a good year, had 15. Um, Tony, um, sorry, Chris Statlander was number 18. Um, Trinity finished number 23, if I remember. Um, Mercedes Monet didn't make the list, but I think that's down to a lack of activity. Yeah, like obviously, um, she's only done like maybe what, four matches? No, three yeah, matches? I think yeah. you need to have like minimum of six matches six, to yeah. make the, the list or something like that. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just interesting to see how they gauge it. I guess this this particular list if you guys remember last year the top 10 was littered with names from stardom and then everyone was calling into question this that and the other um but yeah it's it's kind of i think everything is fair it's just i guess how they rank visibility yeah, they rank, they rank it pretty well. highly they rank it pretty mm-hmm. highly but which like you said stardom last year was just more so because it's weird though because you are right because stardom last year was ranked mainly because of outstanding performance. Mm. Now it's more this list looks looks like about visibility. So I don't know. I, I don't know what exactly the criteria is, but I know, for example, how Athena being exclusive of Ring of Honor hampered her in terms of this list. Yeah. I think it's about right where she finished, but I guess this is 
when you can do your own rankings, you can make up the criteria as you go along. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's getting to that time of year where we might do our own rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a tier ranking coming up on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> tier ranking is officially, is that, is that announcement, yeah? It's the, it's the season. It's the season for it, isn't it? So yeah, we've got to get yeah. to work I've, on that. I've got my documents ready, fam. I've, I've, I've got my documents ready. Yeah, tier rankings oh. is it's on it's on it's on the come up, so it's gonna be a good one this year, man. Um yeah, cool. Any announcements before we go? When's the next hustle? Oh yes. November 21st at the Colour Factory Hustle Wrestling. Make sure you're there. We had the biggest crowd this month. You don't wanna miss this one. We're out. Yeah. Um go go grab some merch, WB merch, go grab wrestling merch as well. Um, basement grooves. Where's basement grooves again? Hmm? What was that? Basement grooves. The new basement grooves. Twenty six, right? Laps. Laps. Twenty six of November. Basement grooves. Stoke Newington. Make sure you're there. Get your tickets. Bring your mum. Bring your auntie. Bring your grandma. Bring everybody. It's gonna be a vibe for me. Games, music, drinks, um, foods. You, wherever you, whatever your soul desires, it's going to be there. So make sure you're there. 26 November, Stoke Newington, basement groups, flyers out soon. Um, also, gonna say a quick shout out to everyone that um, featured on the Black History Month content this month. Yeah, right. everyone from people from the states, people from local tours, us big up everyone that featured. We've got a final video dropping um, pretty soon. Um, if not, if not, if not the Thursday. If not the first day that's happening now, the week after, um, be the final day of the year, final day of the month. Jumping yeah. soon. You got quick one. Um, you got knowledge on there. You got um, Sati Nyangi. You got Skillet. You got Expressions, and you got Sam Blacks all on the panel talking about wrestling in the nineties. So I can't wait for you guys to check that out and listen to it and um, see how that is. And yeah, a lot of great points been been said. So when that drops, you guys have a watch and let us know what you think. The comments and that. But guys, um, we're gonna love you leaving here. I've been a Nafi. Max. Laps. Anchor. This is Wrestlers Podcast episode 100 and, 100, 195. Right. Uh, go tell your momsy, tell your dadsy, tell everyone, let everyone know that wrestling's is going right now. You know what I mean? So NK's got the call coming through right now. <laughs> so we're gonna lock off the two. Guys, we're gonna love you and leave you here, man. Catch us on the next episode. Peace.